listening to the New Mamas Podcast. Hey everyone, it's your host, Lena Forrestal, and today I'm excited to talk to Kristen Noriega. She is a registered dietitian nutritionist and helps moms lose weight and feel comfortable in their bodies, even if they have little time to do it. She hosts a podcast, the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. It's very popular. And she is a military spouse and a mom of four littles. And I have the gift of having one of her littles here with me today. So you might hear them, which I'm excited about. I love a good baby. Today, we're going to be talking about body image, the pros and cons of the body positivity movement. Might ruffle some feathers there, so stay tuned. How to simplify nutrition and health for new moms and what the first steps are to losing the baby weight. This is going to be a jam-packed episode, so we're going to try our best to get it all done in an hour (laughs) or less than that. Kristen, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me here, me and my daughter. Oh my I was my supposed gosh. to be napping. <laughs> who is supposed to be napping? That's all right. Yes. I've been, who hasn't been there? So she's your youngest? Yes, she is almost nine months old. My oldest is seven. So seven, five, three, and little bitty. Little bitty. That's so fun. Oh, what a gift. So we have the one and we would like another one. But honestly, like to be totally frank, like my husband and I kind of got into like a little argument the other day because he's like, how are we going to do it? He's like, we struggle now. Like, how are we? Can you imagine like dishes and washing bottles and having two bedtimes and two? And and I was like, I don't know, but people just do it. People figure it out, right? My hormones are raging and I want another child like now. like we were talking about. Well, it's kind of like even with your first, you could plan it down to a T, but they're still going to do whatever they want. So you might as well just go for it. (laughs) I love that sound advice. So let's get right into it. Let's start off talking about body image. What has your body image journey looked like having four babies? Well, I think like most women, I grew up in the throes of diet culture, feeling like I had to fit a certain body frame and look just like everybody else, just like all the magazines. And so my history of trying the shake program and severely under eating, not severely under eating to compensate for a night of drinking in college and trying to over exercise my way through it shaped my, my background. And so then when I became a mom, I thought I was going to just, you know, snap my fingers and everything was going to be a fine. I'm a dietitian. It's I'm going to breastfeed all. It's going to be fine. Well, then that first year, my, the winter of my oldest son, my husband was deployed. I had just become a new dietitian. I was working full time, trying to juggle all these things. And I so distinctly remember my love handles sticking out of my jeans for the first time in my life. And it was mortifying because that shouldn't have been the case. I should not have been struggling. Everything I was doing at textbook, you know, we put that in quotes and it just wasn't working. So that's kind of my background with my struggle. And then I figured out how to get through that. I did some research and found food freedom and approached it in an entirely different way than what I learned in school. Um, and now with my second son, it was kind of, I was still kind of figuring out. And then with my third baby and fourth baby, got this on lock. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. It sounds like the first one is always the hardest because I guess the biggest myth for me, and maybe, you know, all, all women's bodies respond differently to breastfeeding, but for my body, I didn't, I hoarded weight when I was breastfeeding. And then when I stopped breastfeeding, or maybe I lost a little bit of weight breastfeeding, but when I stopped breastfeeding, oh, 
<laughs> I gained a lot of weight after stopping breastfeeding. I think my hormones were just, really? yeah, this, which is so funny. So that's why I think this whole like body image journey for new moms is mm-hmm. so interesting because everybody's journey is so different. Some women breastfeed, some don't. And that definitely affects your hormones and women's bodies don't get back to a, I'm putting this in quotations, normal state until what, six months to a year after having your child, something like that. So something like that. And that just yeah. and you put it in quotes and that's perfect because what is normal? Your body is forever is changed when you become mm-hmm. a mom. Your hips will be wider. I mean, your boobs will be different. Your feet will be flatter. There are permanent changes that are going to happen no matter what you do about it. And there's all you can do is your best, but there will be changes. There will be changes. Similarly to you, I grew up with diet culture, Cosmo, magazines, Nicole Richie being like heroin skinny. Like, I forget what the term is, but that was like, I don't want to say the goal in quotations again, but it was the hip bones sticking out of your jeans. And it Mm -hmm. was like your collarbones. And I like had a history of eating disorder as well. And then into my 20s, disordered eating and orthorexia, which I don't know if it's like an official term or not, but basically an obsession with healthy eating and exercise. So I feel like I've tasted every flavor of like disordered relationships with food and exercise. And I feel like it wasn't until I met my husband and actually had a, a child that that relationship actually got healed like my body image mm-hmm. is so much more positive now after having a child. I think because yeah, ex- you have to have like radical acceptance for everyone listening to this. This didn't just happen. A lot of therapy, a lot of work, read a lot of great books, but I just have radical acceptance for my body now, which is, it feels good. Finally, only took a bunch of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really awesome journey. And I love that you have found that for yourself and you've been able to work through it. And like you said, it's not easy. It takes a lot of effort to get to a point where you feel good and accept yourself. Yeah. So you help new moms lose weight. Yes. <laughs> that term losing weight recently, I think comes with a lot of baggage now, even though that's what a lot of women still want. So many good things about the body positivity movement have come. And I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers talking about this thing. First of all, I think it's amazing and wonderful. I love that if I have a daughter one day, she's gonna grow up with untouched photos, less Photoshop, models with different sizes on magazines and in movies and TV. I love it. But what I don't like about the body positivity movement is almost this toxic positivity of having to love your body no matter what weight you are I think you can love your body and want to lose weight and I know this is so tricky I think what's important to remember is everybody's story here is going to be different but for me I was always an athlete and I have always been in shape and always existed in a smaller smaller body so it was extremely hard for me to be the heaviest I've ever been after I gave birth. And it wasn't just because of how I looked. It was more so about how I felt and how my clothes fit and how my body moved and my energy level. It was almost all of those things because actually I thought I was kind of cute, thick, you know, a fullness to my face. Like I felt like I looked younger in some regards, like not, it's not always about what you look like, like why you want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And then, more importantly, I, I had gestational diabetes when mm-hmm. I was pregnant and My doctor did tell me that if I lose weight and I start my pregnancy at a lower weight, 
I could possibly not have gestational diabetes my next pregnancy. I don't know, tricky subjects all along, but as a dietitian who helps new moms lose weight, how have you navigated the body positivity movement? Okay, so you said so many things that I just, I want to unpack here. And they're all so important, so relevant to where we are as women in our lives right now and where we are in the world and, you know, Instagram and social media and living our lives online or behind a microphone like you and I do. We're like in front of people and have to figure out where we place our values and what is important. And so I just want to kind of share a little bit of my journey into where I am today because, you know, I've had to develop what is it that I do? Because, you know, that's what we do as business owners. We have yeah. to figure it out and figure out how we're called to serve others. Initially, I I was in the of the position where I didn't want to say lose weight ever at all because I felt like it was a sin. Like it was something dirty coming out of my mouth, telling a woman that she needed to lose weight. But the women I was I was helping, they were losing weight. And those were the wins. And those were the people who were coming to me. They said, well, I want to lose weight. I don't know about all this like healthy stuff. I don't really necessarily want to just like, like, yes, I want to feel good. Yes, I want to do that. But I'm searching for somebody who can help me lose weight. So then I just, I'm not even kidding. It's like such a journey back and forth, back and forth as a dietitian, as somebody in this space, like, what do I want somebody to do? I want them to feel good. I want them to live their best lives. I want them to know that it can be done in the cracks of the day. It doesn't have to be a huge overhaul by any means. It can be done simply, easily, you know, with your kids climbing on top of you as my daughter is right now. And you can probably hear <laughs> it doesn't have to be crazy. And when you do all of those things, when you get healthy, when you find your food freedom, when you find movement that you love, then the weight loss is secondary. But you're going to Google, how the heck do I lose weight? Because I feel like crap, right? <laughs> like, yeah. That's what you're going to Google. You're not going to Google. I'm lacking confidence. I'm, I need more energy to play tag with my son. Like those are the things we want as women, but we're looking for weight loss. Weight loss isn't the answer. Figuring out all the other pieces to the puzzle. That's the answer. The weight loss just is a result of getting those pieces in place. Love that. <laughs> It's so, it's so true. And I guess a good example for me is I started to do pure bar and I love, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's made so many wonderful changes in my body, but it's almost secondary because what I was really looking for was that socialization and that community. I was really looking to, after two years of being in lockdown, seeing people and having conversations with them. Like that was really great. And I feel like that's exactly it. Like, and then through like socialization and like being around other people, I felt happier and going it, like I lost weight, but like you said, it's secondary to why I started going in the first place. Mm -hmm. I love yeah, that. For sure. So that was part of like the weight loss piece. But then I think you, all, there were so many things right there. <laughs> I'm going to keep diving in if that's okay. Yeah. So then you also said, you know, body positivity. So that was a little bit of like where I am. But also now if you or somebody who's listening is in this position where they're like, I 
do kind of want to lose weight. I do want the scale to read a little bit differently, but I'm still in that position where I'm struggling with the you know narrative that's out there of I should love myself and accept myself no matter what. So what I just want to drop some advice right here. If you're somebody who's struggling with that, it's okay. And it's normal. And that's part, you know, it's just part of your journey and figuring out where you lie on that balance where how you can balance that you know it's a process and it's fine just like um we've been saying this whole time but instead of really trying to flip the switch and look in the mirror and say body positivity i'm fantastic this is great because sometimes that can feel like a lie sometimes you're gonna have a bad day sometimes you're gonna overdo it on the salty food and wake up bloated. And that's just how it is. And you're not going to necessarily stand there and think, dang, I'm so bloated and I feel fantastic. And this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of switching to just straight up body positivity, we can switch more towards body neutrality, where we see our body as a vehicle to carry us through the day, to carry us in through our lives, to help us be better mothers, to you know help us lift our kids and accomplish all that we need to do. It just is. And it doesn't have to be this positive thing. It doesn't have to be so negative. Allowing ourselves to just be. Just feel the feelings of feeling crappy one day and know that you can move forward. Feel the feelings of feeling amazing and celebrate those, but just keep moving forward. That is sound advice. I love that. Before I ask you specifically on how to lose the baby weight, how do we define baby weight? Another weird thing where... (laughs) I have all these like, what if, but caveats to what I do, baby weight. So I would have never used that term. I would have never said I have baby weight to lose. I would have never told somebody you need to lose baby weight. Let's get rid of your baby weight. But so many women out there, we, we say it as a joke. Oh, I've got baby weight and I hate my baby weight. Since my babies, I have weight. And so it's just this kind of silly term. So like, if you were to go listen to my podcast, I'm I'm just laughing all the time and being silly. And so it's just kind of a silly term, your baby weight. Whether your child is one day old, whether your child is 12 years old, I've helped women across the whole gamut. And so many women will just come up and say, yep, still got the baby weight. And it's like, your child is 32. And they're like, yep, still got the baby weight. Wait, I've heard that too. That's so funny. So funny. So I just use it to be silly. Yeah. So dude can define baby weight however you want. It's the weight you carry now that you're a mother, whether that's as Mm -hmm. a direct result of being pregnant and gaining weight or not being able to lose it or dietary choices, you know, anything like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a tricky term, baby weight too, because for example, it would be unrealistic for me to have like a goal weight of when I was in high school. Or mm-hmm. when I was in my early 20s and I had three hours a day to work out and I ate like maybe one eggplant and that was it. I feel like for me, I define baby weight as honestly, like I guess before, like before being pregnant or right in the early stages of pregnancy, like how much I weighed and how my body felt. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to look very different for everyone. 
Yeah, it's totally going to look different for everybody. And especially a weight where you feel comfortable is going to be different for everybody yes. too. Like you said, it's not going to be the weight you were when you were 20. So honestly, I don't even have my clients that I work with. I don't have them weigh themselves. I don't care what your weight is. You shouldn't care what your weight is. It really just matters how you're showing up for your life. So if you were to lose 75 pounds, maybe you could feel t- fantastic. Maybe you would feel like crap. If you were to lose two pounds, but you felt fantastic, you were showing up, you had energy, you felt strong, that's a better win than feeling like crap. The number on the scale is so skewed and we as women have put so much weight on that number and we just need to pull it back and just make changes that are going to help us live our best lives. Yes. Okay. Good segue. So how can moms begin to lose the baby weight and how long can it take for moms to lose the baby weight? That's a good question. So how long could it take to lose the baby weight? Again, you want to figure out what you are, what your goal is, you know, is it, is it a specific number on the scale? Because you might not ever get there. Is it feeling better or feeling strong? Well, you know, there's a whole process to identify exactly what your goal is and it could take you six weeks, 12 weeks, it could take you a year. So on average, my clients start to feel better right around six weeks. It happens every time at six weeks. They're like, I put my pants on and I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, yes, you are. I'm so proud of you. But it's still a a battle. There's ups and downs and there's good days and bad days. And really to just get the habits built and ingrained, that's what's going to make the big difference and keeping the long game in mind. So it's James Clear. He wrote Atomic Habits. He has this whole idea of if you make small changes every single day, for one year, then you're going to be, there's this, he draws this whole curve, this graph, like you're going to make, be 1% closer to the person you want to be every single day. So just these small little changes are going to just send you on this trajectory towards who you want to be. So that's kind of just the side of how long is it going to take? It, it, I don't know. It depends on your goals, right? If you're doing, <laughs> if you're following these following steps, you could see some results in six weeks. So here are the first things that I would suggest you do if you're struggling and trying to lose some weight. You ready for it? We are ready. You're ready. Okay. So ready. <laughs> already. The first thing I'm going to suggest is you start drinking water. You know, as moms in this current culture, there's wine all day long. There's coffee with creamer all day long. Or I hope you're not drinking wine all day long. I should have said in the evenings. <laughs> wine with breakfast, you know. <laughs> wine and soda and all these things. Start drinking water and you can aim for your body weight however many ounces you weigh in pounds. So if you weighed just hundred pounds, you could aim for a hundred ounces. If you weigh a hundred and whatever, you can aim for that in ounces, knowing that you're probably not going to get there, knowing that you probably won't get there, but it's just something to put on paper and to work towards. You're going to cap out once you realize like, I can't possibly drink any more water. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> it's just something to help you work towards. So that's number one. Number two It sounds way too simple and like it won't work, but you've really got to increase your fruits and vegetables. And so if you can hit half of your plate, fruits or veggies, you are so on the right track. You have no idea. So literally envision your plate, hold up your hands in front of you, make a circle, cut it in half. 
and half of it, you want it to be fruits and vegetables. So if you hate vegetables, if you hate fruits, there's ways to figure out what you like. And it doesn't have to be just iceberg lettuce. It can be, there's so many beautiful options out there and figuring it out is a process. So give yourself some grace and just work towards that. This episode is sponsored by Credem. Did you know that over 70% of children do not consume adequate nutrients from their diet? This is why I'm working with Credem.com. Credem.com is a distributor of all natural and eco-friendly home, skin, and health products created by Shackley. These products are clinically tested and clinically proven. One of the things I love about Credem and the Shackley products are their focus on children and mothers. They offer personalized vitamin packs for the children and adults called Neology, and they come in gummy or pill form. What is great is that they offer higher discounts on the Miology Kids Packs for the more kids you have. Also, starting in November, they will be releasing their pre- and postnatal line to help support mothers and their children in such an important time in their life. Credem also offers ways to become a distributor yourself and make extra income all from home. For a limited time, any purchase on Credem.com will enter you to win one free month of Miology Kids personalized gummy packs. If you want to learn more, go to Credem.com. Dot com that is c r e i d m dot com or check them out on instagram at Creedum life i'll have their info in the show notes so be sure to check them out now let's get back to the show how many tips are we doing how many tips do you want to give i mean <laughs> these are great and i've listened to a couple of your episodes too so honestly I'm not going to go on a tangent but her podcast is good she gives a lot of tips the the time we live in such an instant gratification culture that I think it's really hard to do something and wait six weeks to get results or longer, depending on your body, because everybody's body is so different. I found for me, it was about trusting the process. So when I began my, I don't call it like a weight loss journey, because that sounds really dramatic, but I just really made like small changes and increased exercise, which I want to ask you about. But for me, it was, I remember I I didn't weigh and I didn't weigh myself because I felt like it was almost, it was demotivating when I didn't see the scale move. And I would always like get in a different mindset every time I weighed myself, but it's just trusting the process. I feel like if you're out there and you're starting this journey or on this journey and you're feeling frustrated, just stick, stick with it. It's worth it. Yeah. Stick with it and surround yourself with women who are doing it the same way. I just was graduating a client last night and she was sharing with me how her friend came and knocking on the door while we were working together saying, Hey, I'm starting this new diet and I'm going to lose 32 pounds by Halloween. And so my client, she was saying, why? Why do you need to lose 32 pounds? That's really soon. And you're going to be miserable. And so she really just had to be, yeah, she had to be really firm in her conviction and know that she was going to do it. So trusting the process and it's hard and it's scary, but when you surround yourself with women who are doing it in a similar fashion, it's a lot easier. Yeah. I think it can be so hard. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of, I love Reddit. Reddit is one of my favorite places and there are communities on weight loss and stuff. And I was, per, I was just looking through one and what I notice is a lot of people want to lose weight fast. And you even see it on the commercials too, like lose 20 pounds in two weeks. And it's just so unrealistic. And I think that doesn't help. 
because you're it's I want to be honest with everyone. It's going to be really you can't it's very unhealthy to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. That's I don't want to say impossible because, again, like bodies are so different depending on where you're starting. It can look different. But yeah, I mean, the maximum recommendation is two pounds per week. And that's based on um, some crazy studies that they did years and years ago. And if you were to lose two pounds per week, that's cool. But how long can you sustain that? And do you want to live that kind of life? And think about this, keep this in perspective. So everyone out there, the skinniest person, you know, is not the healthiest. The skinniest person, you know, is somebody who's very sick, somebody who is suffering from cancer and cannot maintain their weight. So do you really want skinny to be your goal or do you want to be strong and healthy and there for your children and for your spouse, for yourself? That it's just always eye opening when you think of it in those terms. Quote of the day. There you go. I love that because it is, it's, it's not all about being skinny. And what's actually interesting too, about like people's faces too, like a lot of, if you lose too much weight too, a lot of women, that's why a lot of women get filler in their face because they're you lose so much weight that you don't have any more fat so people literally would get filler to fill in where the fat deposits were so it's interesting but let's talk about exercise so how much of it is diet versus how much of it is exercise how true is calorie in calorie out And do you have any recommendations of what's the best form of exercise? Is it cardio? Is it strength training? I think think you and I both grew up in the time of Atkins diets and a lot of cardio. And I noticed that Mm -hmm. I think the trends are changing, but I want to hear it from your perspective. Okay. So calorie in, calorie out, mostly just BS. (laughs) Yes, it works in a science lab. Sure. Yes, in a, I won't go into the science, but the reality is that our hormones are playing a factor, our lifestyle, our sleep, our everything. I mean, I was hitting the right calories that first year, like I was telling you about whenever my husband was deployed, but because I was a stressed basket, like it wasn't working. I should have lost the weight and I shouldn't, and I didn't. So it's baloney. And so that's my take on that. (laughs) I love that. That's wonderful. And then as far as do you need exercise? Do you need, is is it just exercise or can you do one or the other? No, you have to do both. It's really, they go hand in hand, but exercise doesn't have to be punishment. If you can get away from thinking of exercise as punishment, you're going to be so much better off. You know, if you hate going to the gym, don't go to the gym. If you hate running, don't run. What do you love? What did you love to do as a teenager? And how can you bring that back into your life? Was it swim team? You could go swim some laps. Was it softball, basketball, a team sport? That's a little bit more challenging. But here's the cool thing as a mom. You have built-in teammates (laughs) who can go fetch the ball for you. (laughs) Yes, I love that. I know exercise is hard to think of too, especially if you are in the earlier days of postpartum, mm-hmm. but yeah. walking is mm-hmm. so wonderful. Pop in a podcast. I wish I did this more when I was postpartum, but pop in a podcast and walk the duration of that podcast. It's It goes by really, mm-hmm. really yeah. fast. Yeah. And 
this is totally side note here, but wear your babies on your chest. If you do, if you try baby wearing, you're going to be less stressed when you have the baby in the car and the stroller and you're pushing them and they're crying and they're not falling asleep. It's, it's miserable. So if you're wear your baby, if the, course it's up to you you do what you want but if you put your baby on your chest wear your baby baby's gonna sleep that whole walk it's gonna be peaceful you're gonna get your podcasting into new mamas and baby weight nutritionists and you're gonna get your exercise (laughs) okay so what are your what are your favorite hacks for new moms to implement to get them started on the path to losing weight so again i would just say drink some water add in fruits and veggies, find your community, find your friends, and really just, you've got to work on the mindset and get away from diet culture, get away from those influences who are telling you you're less than, you're not worthy, you need to lose so much weight so quickly, all of these things. And so as you're, you know, trying to navigate, well, who can you trust? Where can you be? What do you do? You know, you can come to either of us and, you know, find your community here or find it down at the bar. What did you call it? What did you do? True. Oh, pure, pure bar. bar. Yeah. Pure, pure bar. bar. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. So that's, I guess, in summary where you should start, you really just got to take it easy, take it slow, realize that you're playing the long game and the number on the scale doesn't matter. It does not matter if you lose 32 pounds by Halloween or by January 1st. So what's going to make you live your best life? Is it, you know, what does that look like for you? Yeah. And another great tip for finding exercise partners. And so having someone to help hold you accountable, because not everybody, I know that there's so many of these apps and programs out there. And I also like I have a Peloton, but sometimes you really need to go to a physical place or see physical people. Facebook groups in your area are the best. Like we have a town mom Facebook group. And I always see up there like, hey, anyone want to start running or anyone want to start walking together, like need a buddy. So I guarantee you, if you go on your mom Facebook group, you might see that. Or if you post that, I'm sure that there's a mom out there that's wishing for the same thing that you are. So yeah, that's a, that's another good tip. Yeah. Sometimes your friend or your sister just needs the invitation and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, creating a new normal is fine. If you and your sister usually sit around, drink margaritas, well, why don't you and your sister go on a walk around the park first and then drink margaritas? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, more than likely, I feel like your community will be excited for you if you have goals. Like if you share that you're, hey, hey, girl, like if you have a girlfriends that you get together with to drink with um, socially, I know that's a lot of people do. If you share with them, hey, I really want to lose some weight. Like, can we go to the park instead and walk and gossip? I'm sure your friends are going to be super excited to do that. Like there's nothing more. There's nothing like happier, I know for me, like then helping a friend reach their goals. So cravings, I feel like that's the hardest part of weight loss is everything's going well, you're on this journey, you're eating better, you're following the plan, but the cravings. So something sweet after dinner, after lunch, like how do you deal with that? In what I teach, you allow yourself to have sweets, you work it in, you figure it out. And you realize that you know, by taking back the power from sweets, you're reclaiming the power yourself and you're going to 
feel more in control and you're going to feel like it's not that big of a deal to have chocolate, to have ice cream. And of course, there's a whole bunch of other strategies to it as well, but it's really just not that big of a deal. If you're focusing on all the really good things that you can add in, then those extra things aren't, aren't so heavy. Yes. And denying yourself all of that too can just lead to binging. I know um, there's this like French term, like you can have a dessert, like have, it's like three bites. So it's like one to say hello, one to catch up and then one to say goodbye. I think I totally butchered that, but that's kind of my mantra now too. Like I always have ice cream with my son, but I usually just get a smaller size and I am satisfied doing that. So having my cake and eating it too. (laughs) Yeah. I think satisfied is the good, the point there. If you're not satisfied, you're not going to, you're going to crave it more when you are mm-hmm. satisfied. You're good. So th- just a couple last questions. Cause I know that you are busy, very busy mama. Do you ever recommend your clients like get their hormones checked or get any blood tests done? Like, how does that work? Like, how does that factor into like when you coach people? I actually don't rec- I don't factor that in into what I'm currently doing because as a registered dietitian, it crosses some gray lines mm. whenever I'm recommending um, lab tests and things like that. I have to be overseen by a physician. So if I do spot something that, you know, if I suspect there's something happening, I'll just say, Hey, I think you should maybe go take it to your doctor. Tell them this, tell them your, you know, X, Y, and Z and see what they say. That's good. Yeah. Tell us last question is tell us all about your podcast and your business and your programs that you offer. Good questions. Good last one. One, the podcast, it's the baby weight nutritionist podcast. It's been just a labor of love. I'm really trying to put time-saving hacks and just really useful things for moms who are living in the throes of raising littles who you can't get away from. I mean, literally, (laughs) I'm laughing because I can't get away from my kids where I am right now. We're in the middle of a transition. We're moving to Germany next week. And right now we're living in a two-bedroom apartment. (laughs) And so with my life kids. is just crazy. Yeah, with four kids. So I apologize for the interruptions. <laughs> but the, on the podcast, I'm just sharing with you what health can look like when you can't get rid of your kids. You can't get rid of them. So you got to make it work with them. So that's what that's all about. There's some exercise and there are some workouts that I did, a workout series that I did this summer so that you can work out with me, figure out how to make that happen at home with very little time. And then the program, it's really awesome. I'm going to say it's really awesome. You get to work hand in hand with me and experience the program with other women. I call it the baby weight loss blueprint. And it really just is this blueprint for you to figure out what to eat, how to make it work in a way that suits your family. So it's super family friendly. And again, like I said earlier, you put all the pieces to the puzzle together and the weight loss is secondary. And it's just this beautiful like transition into finding sustainable methods that are going to make you feel good in your body. I thought I heard on your latest episode, you have enrollment starting for fall. 
Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah. So the next group that is going to enroll in the Baby Weight Loss Blueprint, it's going to be in October. So I only open the doors every couple of months. And when you're in, you're in. And that's going to get you feeling better before the holidays. You'll have support through Halloween, through Thanksgiving, up through Christmas. You'll have me there to voxer you back and forth so that you're never without an answer. You always have me there to help you navigate any sticky situations to give you the motivation you need when you can't find that friend. And you're going to make some great friends in the program too. So um, when you're in there, you get to hear other women and their struggles and know that you are not alone. So whether you're trying to find your balance between body positivity and weight loss and figuring out how to do that while working or being a stay-at-home mom or trying to feed crazy kids in the middle of all of it or a brand new mom. Whatever your situation is, there's a place for you in there and you're going to start to get this food and exercise stuff figured out in a way that's going to work for the rest of your life. So good. I love that. It's such a great investment. And I'm going to read a couple titles of Kristen's podcast episodes because they are so good. Five Hacks for Quick Meals, Handle Busy Back-to-School Schedules, Salad Recipes for Dinner, Secret Weight Loss Food Swaps, Afraid to be Naked or Intimate, Five Warning Signs that You're Faking Body Confidence, Eat This, Not That to Lose First 10 Pounds, Secret Weight Loss Food Swaps. Lots of great episodes in here. And you have two years worth, you said. So you can really go there and it's just such a great resource. I'm just always excited to hear what other people are talking about on this subject. So cool. Well, thank you, Kristen, so much for chatting with me today. Where can people connect with you? You could find me over on Instagram at babyweight.nutritionist. That's a really good starting place. And find my podcast on iTunes, Apple, wherever you found this um, podcast right here, Babyweight Nutritionist. Awesome. And everyone listening, I will make sure I link everything in the show notes. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the New Mamas podcast. This podcast was created to help first-time moms everywhere navigate this new stage of life and talk about the honest and the raw moments in motherhood. I'm your host, Lena Forrestal. I'm a working mom by day and a blogger, photographer, and podcaster by mid-afternoon. And as a first-time mom myself, I'm on this journey with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite listening platform. You can donate to the show at buymeacoffee.com slash newmamaspodcast. Stay in touch by following us on Instagram at newmamaspodcast and Lena Forrestal. Thanks again and stay tuned next week for the next episode. Bye.